Hi guys and welcome to podcast number 13. Today I'm going to be talking about something a little bit different. Today I'm going to be talking about uh, the professional game, so football from a professional point of view, my view, but on the professional game. So today I'm going to talk about a little bit about the team I support in the UK. Um, From a very, very young age, I decided to support Manchester United. At the time, I was, I think I was only six or seven years old, and as every other six or seven year old, um, we love a team that wins. So if I'm not mistaken, it was a game that I was watching, and I think Man United scored, and I was actually at a friend's house, and his dad was a Man United supporter, and he celebrated the goal. Um, I can't exactly even remember what game it was, but he really celebrated this guy. So I think it was a Champions League game. Bartes was in goal at the time. And just the energy coming from from the celebration, I decided that that was going to be my team. For some reason, ever since, I've really liked the colour red. And when I've been coaching myself, I've always, except from one year, I think, out of seven years or eight years, every single team I've coached has been in red which might may be a coincidence, but I I believe that it's kind of like, it, it's becoming a comfortable colour for me to then, um, moving forward, obviously if I'm between two teams, I think I might go just for the feeling of red. You never know. So, yeah, so back to um, back to the game itself. What, what position I believe, I'm just going to go over what position I believe they're in now, what I think they're trying to do, why I think they're on the right course, why I believe in a couple of years' time, maybe three, four years' time, they will be battling again for the Premiership. Also, hopefully they'll be battling um, after that, maybe five years' time for the Champions League. And I think it is down to um, failure, which is a topic that I go over quite a lot. I think the last five or ten years that they've had, I'm not sure if it goes up to ten years, but at least five years, they've, they've finally... We're talking about professional people here that have, you know, earn a lot of money in business people. They finally realise that they've made a lot of mistakes and they're trying to avoid making those mistakes going forward and have a different approach. Where I can see that is one, their investment has been a lot more a lot clever. A lot more clever, sorry. Um and also, they're bringing a lot of academy players through. Obviously, the cost of an academy player compared to buying a player with you know high wages is such an important factor. And also, it just brings a lot more love, I think, from the fans. I mean, I, I as a fan, love to see um, the, the new player like Williams. I mean, he's, he's playing against Chelsea the other day, um, this weekend. And, you know, he's, he's not off point. He, you wouldn't, now he's, he looks like a comfortable player on the pitch. He gets the game. He's able to manage it in the right scenarios at the right time. He's got, you know, ambition. He's got hunger. He brings a lot to that team. Okay, there's a few more experienced players. Even Fred in the midfield the other night. I think he brought a lot to the team in energy, in pressing, in um, game management as well. I just think now they're understanding that it might have taken them a few weeks and it might have taken them a few points as well and even, you know, a lower status um, just by the, the fact that they're in um, right now, they're not in the top four. So, you know, they've, they are actually remodeling or restructuring the team and this this can really help them going forward. It takes time. 
um, Solskjaer and obviously the, the directors have, have, have made a decision. You know, tomorrow I might be completely, you know, off scale and they might bring in a new manager. It was, they were talking about the other day about Pochettino, how he could become the new manager and it would be so good. I don't think that would be a good decision because I think what Solskjaer is trying to do and what the club's trying to do is they're, they're on the right direction. They need to be patient and they're going to lose a few more points along the way as well. I think even like Marshall, he looks a better player now. They've bought Ingalo, which when he came on a few minutes, he looked comfortable on the ball. I'm not sure how much he can bring, but they seem to be doing a lot more clever investments rather than, you know, big signings and money, um, big name signings to sell shirts and whatnot. I think that's Madrid's job. I think we should focus on our academy players that we've done at the beginning and we used to do um, as we had that goal generation. They all came from, you know, most of them came from the academy. So we need to remember those times and and get that feeling of, of Man United back. I think it's growing. I think the fans a little bit more, you know, ambitious about the, the situation that we're in. Winning nil 2 the other day, keeping a clean sheet. It just looks more secure, even like I think Bailey is it was very impressive from my point of view with Maguire, two strong centre backs. Um, which, which you know, Bambazaka, even Luke Shaw looks a new player. I, I still believe you know, he's one of these players that there's something about him that sometimes doesn't look right. Um, but you got to think you got to forget about that as a, as a coach and just look at what he brings to the team. You've got to look at over his stats as well as a defender, what you're looking for in that role. And it doesn't matter how it looks, it's it's about what it produces. So he's right now he's producing a high level and um, that, that back line, keeping a clean sheet against Chelsea the other day, even though, OK, fine, we can go into VAR scenarios and maybe they shouldn't have deserved to keep a clean sheet the whole game. But then... I wouldn't even imagine them beating Chelsea for an instance, maybe a year back or at the beginning of the season. So in six months' time, you're winning two 0 away against a strong Chelsea team. From my point of view, maybe they were missing Tammy up front, but they were a strong team, you know. And um, it, it brings a lot of, I would say, illusion or or even hope um, going forward and winning those three points and just you know believing the players. You know, biggest player Pogba, which should be normally making an average of between 10 and 15 assists and maybe between 10 and 15 goals, which we're talking about 30 goals, creating a lot of chances for these teammates. It's not there. And we're still, you know, battling and competing against these these teams. You take Ronaldo out of, out of um, Real Madrid. I'm not trying to compare Pogba and Ronaldo, of course. But what I'm trying to say is sometimes when you take that main player out of the team, Teams, you know, they struggle to compete against the lower lower teams of the table. So the fact that they're actually competing against the bigger teams of the table and, and actually winning the games, I mean, to me is, is massive. I think McTominay as well, player that comes from the academy, huge player is going to become world-class centre midfielder. I believe so. He's got the hunger, he's got the ambition, he's got the tactical awareness and um, he brings a lot to the team. Fred in the midfield, even even Matic. I mean, Matic. I thought was was well out of um, well out of of the the level of the speed of the game when he when he arrived after the first two years, and the other day he looked comfortable. He read the game very very well, which he needs to because obviously his physical ability doesn't allow him to keep up to the speed in every single action. 
but in the transitions he was clever. Fred, with him, the partnership between him and Fred, two left, left-footed midfielders, which I haven't seen in a long, long time. Two left-footed holding centre midfielders, and they they're not out of you know they're not out of out of position. They they you can see there's there's a good understanding between them. I think Bruno um, Fernandes brings massively a lot of calm into that midfield. Every time we're on the ball, he's available. He doesn't normally lose the ball. He's very, very active offensively and defensively. He's willing to put a shift in as well. Set-piece-wise, I think he brings so much. I hope he doesn't get taken off set-pieces when Pogba comes back. He puts in a ball that you just need a good, you know, you just need somebody to... To, to run and head it, which isn't easy, but you know we've got Maguire, which which that connection was so dangerous. You could see when we scored the second goal, the ball just arrived at the right time, and the movement was 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 fantastic as well. You could just see like little partnerships, even Bailey with Maguire before the free kicks and set pieces. They're, they're trying stuff. They're really trying to with what they've got get as much as they can from it, and I think that's that's you know huge, and, and that's down to to the staff, the manager and the staff. So I believe, I'm not, obviously I'm not 100% sure what's going to happen tomorrow. Football is a cruel game um, for managers because a lot of the time they get swapped over or changed and they could have been doing a, a good a good job. I always compare it to when, you, you know, you might be in a mine and you might be, you know, um, digging, digging for, for the diamond, digging for the diamond, you know, creating a tunnel and you're that much close to the diamond and then, you give up, you know, or, or in this case, you get you get swapped over, and then the new coach comes in and digs for a couple of days, and you know finds all the diamond and, and everything's for him. So I, I always try and use that with coaches, like and with especially directors of different clubs. You know, be patient, give him the chance. It's not easy. There's no club that's ever managers come in and won everything or created a wonderful attacking, flowing team. So don't put pressure on yourselves, guys, if you're in grassroots or in, even if you're at academy level, really. There's no need to be patient. Make sure you've got people around you that support and have got a good project that's positive and helps you guys grow as well as you help the players grow on the way. And that's it for today. Um, hope you've enjoyed. If you do, um, if you have enjoyed it and you think this might bring value to any of your coaching friends or maybe staff in your club, please share it. Okay. And I'll see you next Wednesday.